0: What's up, y'all? This is John and Wes back for another episode of the Nothing Finer podcast. And this is the preview for rivalry week. Clean, old fashioned hate is this weekend. And yes, it is another not night kick at home for the University of Georgia. Um, I'm sure all of you guys are just pissed off as we are. Uh, it's kind of shitty. But we're gonna talk about, I mean, there's a lot of games this weekend that have playoff implications. So I mean there there's a lot of there's a lot of fun stuff to talk about, but you know, it wouldn't be Thanksgiving week without talking about the egg bowl first.
1: Hmm. So
0: before we get started on that, you drink anything tonight?
2: Oh god, no, I forgot.
0: <sighs> the podcast is about drinking and football.
2: Yeah, well, I'm not used to recording on Tuesday nights. I forgot.
0: That's fair. <laughs> I've got a, um, I got I got I got a couple shots of that ASW Barrel Proof and a and a hot tea because my throat's all jacked Still? up again. Yeah, no, it's awful.
1: Jeez, you're dying. But
0: man, I went and got some steroids yesterday and some actual medicine instead of just trying to gut it out, and I'm already feeling steroids? a little bit better. You want
2: you want to send some
0: my way? Oh no, not the good kind of steroids. The kind that make you, the kind that make you feel good, not look good. Oh damn it!
2: I need some. I need
0: a. I need a trim bologna sandwich. Hey man, just uh, just take yourself a little trip down to Mexico. You can buy that shit over the counter.
2: <laughs> Dude, Mexico's like what? An hour, an hour from here? Yeah, Mexico's about an hour from here.
0: Oh okay, uh, I'm talking about Mexico South, not North. <laughs> Oh, but we got this egg bowl to talk about, and um, man, this has been a wild game the last few years. Especially with Matt Corral at Ole Miss, I mean, you had the fight and the dog pee heard around the world. I mean, just think of what happened over the next few years because of that,
2: dude. This is a ripple effect,
0: but the butterfly effect of the last. Five years in college just
2: football. Somebody fake dog pissing just exploded the world of college football.
0: Oh, absolutely, and it was great. It was a, absolutely great.
2: This game never fails to amaze.
0: What did uh? What did Michael Dark say earlier? Somebody should do a dog poop this year. <laughs> I missed that. You know, I feel like like scrunching yourself up with shoulder pads on would be a little difficult.
2: But it'd be great to see. It'd be great. Oh, I would.
0: I would love it. I would love it. <laughs> um. So for this game, we got Ole Miss as a two-point favorite. Over/under is fifty-nine.
2: I love that. The He's over so and that. the over and Ole Miss points. So.
0: Yes and no for me. And so I was just looking it up. And so Ole Miss is number four in total offense, averaging five hundred and five yards a game. Okay. Right. Mississippi right. State is damn it, I just had it pulled up. And total offense, Mississippi State is 61st with 398 yards a game. But okay. With total defense, Mississippi State is ranked. Let me get back to it. Come on.
1: Where's I'm sorry, the, where's guys, the game I'm partially back? illiterate? Where's the game at again?
0: It's in Oxford. Yeah, I'm yeah. Mississippi State's 39th. In total, defense allowing 351 points per er, yards per game. That's
2: a lot of points.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Ole Miss, who had a good defense earlier in the season, they're in the bottom half of the in the country right now, allowing 383.8 yards per game. Um, and with how Ole Miss has performed over the last couple of weeks on offense. Man, I really want to take Mississippi State on this one.
2: So the oh, the reason I'm taking old Miss is because of the, all the shit that's coming out like these past two
0: days about Lane.
2: About how yeah, he's already taken. But if, he, but
0: if he actually is going to take the job, his head's not in the game.
2: But I don't think he is. That's the thing. And all
0: these motherfuckers are like, oh. He's already left. There's
2: already been, you know, officially. He's already the head coach at Auburn. They're just going to announce it. Like, I don't think he is.
0: So, I don't necessarily think it's a done deal yet. But even when he denied that he took the job, all he said is that it wasn't confirmed. He didn't say, I haven't taken the job. All he said is, those sources are not me.
2: I don't – I don't know, man. I don't think he's taking it, and I think he's going to be out, and these dudes are going to be out to prove a point. So, say it is his last Egg Bowl, like, I feel like he's going to be out to prove a point. He was literally reading the history of the Egg Bowl last night. Like, I don't know if you saw that tweet.
0: Man, I don't know. I Arkansas's defense is not good this year, and they were able to hold on this for most of that game.
2: But the Egg Bowl is a different beast.
0: The Egg Bowl is a different beast, but Mississippi State's defense is significantly better than Arkansas's.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I like the over and I like Ole Miss with the points.
0: I like the over, but I'm going to take Mississippi State with the points. Not necessarily outright.
2: You said two and a half, right? Two. Two. And they give home teams two, right?
0: They give home teams
2: three and a half. Three and a half. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. So if this was a neutral side game, it would be Mississippi State one and a half.
2: I still like Ole Miss, the Landshark Bear Rebels.
0: Well, we're starting this week off with a difference because I'm taking Mississippi State plus two.
2: I would probably,
0: I would still take. Ole Miss to win outright.
2: Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. I've always had a strange love affair with Ole Miss. Like there, everybody has that team. Like they have, like they just root for it and always have. Like my team's always been Ole Miss, and I don't know
0: why. Yeah, I, I've got a soft spot for Ole Miss as well. My thing about it, though, is Mississippi State. It, that's that's I like got soft spot for them this year. Yeah, I think they're so much better than their record tells you, but they just don't have consistency because their offensive line has been pretty shit.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> Starting to hate week off on a on a good note. I like it. Oh yeah,
0: we're gonna hate <laughs> each other by the end of this shit, right?
2: <laughs> that's what makes for good radio.
0: Also, tickets to the Egg Bowl have gone down almost $30 since yesterday. Jesus. You could get into this game for $40.
2: Yo, we're driving to Oxford right now.
0: Bro, it would take you that long just to get here.
2: I'd be there by Thursday night.
0: We'll be good. Oh, and it's about 50 degrees warmer than it is at your house. It's going to be 56. Yo. Yeah. I can make it about Thanksgiving night. All right. Go ahead and start driving. I'll be there. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the Iron Bowl, mm. the, the school that Lane is allegedly going to coach for.
2: Look at that transition. Look at you.
0: Man, so first off, I think it's very obvious the way we've talked about it over the last couple of weeks. Auburn's not a job that I would want.
2: No, it's not. First
0: and foremost. And if I was Lane, I wouldn't go there. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know why people say that he should go there because I don't get it.
2: I don't think he'd be a good fit. I don't think him and the boosters would get along. Him and Yellowfella definitely ain't getting along.
0: Oh, I think what would have to happen is he would have to have that same conversation that Nick Saban did and Kirby Smart allegedly had when he took the Georgia job, where you come in and you tell the boosters, I'm here to win fucking football games, and you can shut up and give me money. Those are your choices. But has he
2: earned the right to do
0: that? though? I mean, while Auburn's been falling apart over the last two years, he's taken Ole Miss to their one of their best records in school history – or their best record in school history, and if they win the Egg Bowl in their bowl game, they'll be right back to where they were last year.
2: True, I guess. I don't know. I don't see him being a good fit at Auburn. I think they need to stay with old Caddy daddy.
0: Oh, let- yeah. No, I was um, – the guy – Andrew Wright, the guy we had on for the um, Auburn preview. Yeah. I was. I was talking to him on Facebook, and I was like, man – if Cadillac's got this shit close at halftime, they need to walk down to the locker room, and the speech just needs to be him signing a contract.
2: Dude, that play, oh my God.
0: Bro, the players would come out and one of them would just run over and punch Nick Saban in the face. <laughs> I just talk about roughing the passer every time Alabama gets the ball. Bryce Young did a handoff and still gets absolute leveled. <laughs> Bro, Cadillac can hype them boys up, and then you give him a contract to be the permanent head coach dude. and then say, all right, go back out there in Bryant-Denny Stadium and play 30 more minutes. People are getting hurt. Oh, yeah. I'm here for it. I want to see it.
2: I do. I would love just – I mean, that's the that's been the thing since Cadillac took over is, like, was um, – what was it, like – I don't remember what it was. There's some slug that, that they've had since Cadillac's taken over. I got to find it now. Go crazy? There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, just yeah, go well, crazy, Caddy.
0: Alabama's a 22 point favorite.
2: I think that's ridiculous.
0: Over under is at 49.
2: I could see that. <laughs>
0: If you want to take Auburn to win this game outright, they are plus 1,050
2: odds. Dude, I honestly, I might put like a dollar on that.
0: The way, might be worth it.
2: The way these two teams are playing and the way Cadillac's going to have the boys like playing.
0: I, dude. Brian Harson had Auburn hyped up to take Alabama in four overtimes last year.
2: Yeah, and if Harson can do that. Just imagine what that speech is going to be like from Cadillac. Oh, yeah. Especially, they're fight, they're fighting for bowl eligibility, too. Like, if they win, they're going to a bowl game.
0: Yeah. I mean, let, let's let face it. Alabama hasn't played well pretty much all season. No. They played well enough to beat most of their competition.
2: And now they're back in the play- playoff contention.
0: Yeah, they're out of playoff contention.
2: I don't, dude. There's scenarios where Bama could be in it, and I'm like, what the hell?
0: Yeah, there's scenarios, and it would be USC losing the next two, TCU losing the next two, (laughs) Ohio State-Michigan loser getting blown out, Clemson losing the next two.
2: Yeah, but with our luck and and all of America's luck, that would be what happens.
0: Okay, and we'd see Bama get bounced in the first round.
2: That'd be great.
0: Because if they did, they'd get in as a number four seed. Right? And be Georgia Bama in the Peach Bowl.
1: Dude, we're going to have three games in the bench this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, you know. Sorry, guys, I'm really trying to keep both of my lungs down right now, and it's not working. (laughs) Oh. But, I mean, to get into the actual stats of this game, there's literally no reason Auburn should win this game. No. They're significantly worse on offense. They're worse on defense. Their quarterback, like, I, I may take Lynn Bowden over Robbie Ashford right now. As far as quarterbacks go, I, there's no logical, rational, statistical reason why Auburn should win this game. I'm still taking them to cover 22. Dude. 22 is just a lot of damn points for one. Auburn will be fighting for bowl eligibility and the possibility of Cadillac to get the full-time job. Yeah. And I just – I don't know, man. There's nothing about this Alabama team that's impressed me this year. We have yeah. talked yeah. about it relentlessly. They're good at quarterback. They're good at running back. They're okay. good at outside linebacker. That's about it. About it. I just – like, obviously, this is a CBS 330 game, so Gary's going to hype up Latu and – They're really good secondary that got burned for 52 points against uh, Tennessee, who just got blown out by uh, South Carolina.
1: I love him,
0: man. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. And I could be crazy.
2: Definitely take points. Definitely take the points. Dude, like I said, I might put a dollar for Auburn to outright win.
0: Yeah,
2: it wouldn't hurt. Like, the way these boys have been playing since Cadillac. They're much more motivated. A, yeah, it's been a complete 180. And that's what you need going into a game like this. And one team has nothing to lose but everything to gain. The other team is Alabama. Facts. Like – Bama's going to play in this Citrus Bowl against, I think, I saw, like, Illinois or something like that. Auburn's playing for bowl eligibility. Yeah. They have nothing to lose. This is the last game of the season. Oh, yeah.
0: They're emptying the bag this yeah.
2: week. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it.
0: Hey, I man, a dollar win you ten fifty.
2: Oh, no, I'm calling it now.
0: Oh, you're calling
2: it. That's that's your I'm, pick. That's
0: my pick. I got Auburn to cover, but I th- I think I gotta take Bama to win just because I, the rational part of my brain says there's literally no reason. There was Auburn no
2: didn't. reason there was no reason South Carolina should have beat Tennessee. And that's not even a and that's not even a rivalry game.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's more rational reasons that you could say Auburn could win this game then South Carolina should have beat Tennessee. I'm telling you, man. They scored 63 points on Tennessee. And running out of fireworks. Running out of fireworks. (laughs) To be – I mean, so I heard this – I can't remember where I heard this stat. South Carolina had scored 18 offensive touchdowns this season. They scored nine against Tennessee. Nine out
2: of ten. Nine touchdowns out of ten possessions.
0: Yeah. They scored 18 all season. And they scored nine against Tennessee.
2: But uh, I, I'm I'm calling it. I'm feeling it. War damn evil.
0: More power to you. But also, I just want to highlight this. Um, if y'all remember back in what was it week two or three when the tit- Pit played Tennessee, um, and we talked about how bad the Tennessee defense was, and everybody. It's like, oh, man, that's not fair. You're just being biased, blah, blah, blah. South Carolina with Spencer Rattler, a terrible offensive line, no starting running back, and using their tight end as running back for most of the snaps, (laughs) um, scored 63 points. So once again, um, if anyone feels like compensating us for being right way more often than we're wrong, I will send you my cash app.
2: And I would love to be right about this one.
0: Oh, I would, lo- I would love to be wrong about this one.
2: Dude, I've been right a lot this season about Kentucky. Yeah. Um, about – well, I said Pitt was going to win, but Pitt should have won against Tennessee. Um, you know,
0: they, they had a backup quarterback limping to the – limping to overtime and almost won that game.
2: Yeah, I – i t- I gotta I gotta feel. It.
0: I hope you're right. I hope you're right. And since we're talking shit about Tennessee, let's go ahead and go into Tennessee Vandy. Dude,
2: these transitions have been flawless this week.
0: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what I think it is? I made myself some steak tacos again tonight. <laughs> and uh and I ran out of tortillas after like my second small taco. Yeah. Then I just I just ate like half a pound of steak with with nothing else, you know. Feeling feeling real good about that.
2: Yeah. But that that brain that brain food. You know, they say fish. Yeah. They say fish is brain food, but it's definitely steak obviously.
0: I mean, I had steak and a Coors banquet and now I got some 100 150- 12 proof whiskey in my cup. I mean it could could be worse.
2: You're killing dude and you're killing these transitions. I love it.
0: So yeah, let's let's talk about Tennessee and Vandy. And this is something that I said earlier today in a in a group. And I just want to highlight it to you guys. Um what Tennessee has the possibility to do. Or not Tennessee, what Vanderbilt has the possibility to do if they are to win this game. And as soon as I can find this post, I will talk about it.
2: Sorry. I'm not sure if we're putting this on YouTube or not. Um, obviously, this is going to be in the podcast. But if we put this on YouTube and you see me looking away, um, S-A-N-T-A came tonight and brought some presents. So I'm looking at my wife unpack them. So. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> so if you keep see keep me, see me keep looking away. That's what I'm doing. I'm seeing what Santa brought. All
0: right. So if Vanderbilt can win this game against Tennessee,
2: I and- might. I can't say that on radio or whatever, but something might happen. Yeah, we talked. We talked about it in the group. If you're in the group, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um there might there might be some like Bluetooth pregnancies just based off of <laughs> what would happen. Um and if you get that, you get it. If you don't, you probably shouldn't get it. <laughs> if Vandy with the athlete of the year, Mike Wright, can beat Tennessee. Oh my god. They will finish the season with a longer SEC game winning streak than the following teams Alabama, Tennessee, Florida, Texas AM, Ole Miss, and Arkansas.
1: Wait, Tennessee didn't have a three game?
0: I'm just, like, they'll finish the season on a longer streak.
2: Oh, oh okay.
0: Because Tennessee obviously lost last week. Yeah. Alabama has only played one SEC game since they lost to LSU.
2: Dude, yeah. So, I've realized that. We – once we got into SEC play, we didn't leave SEC – well, we did. Never mind. Take that back. But, like, last week everybody played little, like, nobody team, little FCS teams. We stayed in conference –
0: so the biggest scheduling reason behind that is because Georgia has a cupcake to finish the season every year. Yeah. I, I mean, we're Scott, going to be honest there, um, Georgia Tech is one of the – I think it's Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky are the only four SEC teams that play someone out of conference for their rivalry week. Okay. Because Georgia plays Tech, Florida plays Florida State, yeah. South Carolina plays Clemson, and Kentucky plays Louisville. I think okay. every other I think every other SEC school plays another SEC school for their rivalry. Yeah. And this is another one of those games that if we're just being entirely intellectually honest, there's no reason that Vanderbilt should win this game. Statistically, Vanderbilt is significantly worse than Tennessee.
1: Yeah, so uh,
2: was South
0: Carolina. So was South Carolina. Kentucky was also significantly better than Vanderbilt, and uh, so was Florida. But, I mean, if you want to go start at the top, position by position, <laughs> would I rather have Joe Milton or Mike Wright? Oh, I Mike know Wright. you.
2: Yeah, if you if you listen to any, any other episode, you would know that you're taking Mike Wright.
0: I'm taking Mike. What, who are you taking?
2: Oh yeah, Mike White. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Am am I gonna take a guy that has done essentially the impossible this season? He not only was the starting quarterback for the first three games of the season when Vandy went hit their season win total over, he was a quarterback for their first two SEC wins since 2019. I help. Week zero, he scored 60-something points against Hawaii. I just, I'm taking Mike Wright over the unguided missile, Bazooka Joe Milton. I just, I don't know. Y'all y'all can call me stupid if you want to, but the over-under on this is 64-and-a-half with Tennessee being 14-point favorites. Oh, <laughs>
2: I that 14. I feel as much as I would love for Vanderbilt to win, I, I don't see them winning. And as much as I would, I think 14 is low. I think Bazooka Joe is about to just throw all over these dudes. As much as I love to be wrong, I, I think 14 is very low. And I think Tennessee covers by a
0: lot. I think Vandy covers.
2: Oh, look, God, why, dude, we can't agree on shit this week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think Tennessee wins. But I can see this being close. I mean, if the reports are right, there's a divided locker room, right? Tennessee's yeah. got a divided locker room. They're traveling to Vandy, which, <laughs> I mean, this game's going to be fairly cold. They're traveling to Vandy. They got a divided locker room. They don't have their starting quarterback. I
1: just,
0: you know, I think Vandy can cover. I don't think they can win.
1: Can y'all chill out?
2: And I, I, I could, I could see that happening, but I don't know, man. I, I like Tennessee to win, which sucks. Because I would like some Bluetooth pregnancies,
1: <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it happening. Unfortunately,
0: I think Vandy's going to cover. I don't think they can win it. That's
2: fair. That's sadly. fair.
0: Sadly, very sadly.
2: All hey, right. any given Saturday, am I right?
0: Man, I you know. I'm probably going to be watching this game because it's 7.30. But I will be – like, it, at this point, I might, I might like, get Kelsey to make me a Mike Wright T-shirt. Like, I, I may be the biggest Mike Wright fan that is not a Vanderbilt fan.
2: I mean, and you have been since day one.
0: Oh, bro, week zero, I was all aboard the Mike Mike Wright come be a receiver at Georgia train. Yep. Once I saw what that dude was able to do against Hawaii, I I almost, if it weren't for it technically being tampering, because we're technically boosters for the University of Georgia, I might have hit him up on Instagram and been like, hey, bro, Athens is real nice. (laughs) Is it six-five
2: all right. Dude, so wait, so we're boosters? So we get a stay in Georgia? We get a... Sale? Oh, you are? Oh yeah. Oh
0: well, yeah. Are you a season ticket holder?
2: No, I want to be.
0: Pay the money. It's only like thirteen hundred dollars a year. Oh, oh, we. Hey.
2: It's only thirteen hundred dollars a year to be season ticket holders in Georgia. Oh,
0: for two people, that's great. We gotta
2: add. Yeah, we gotta two more. Yeah, we're good. We got. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, next year.
0: Hey. As long as your kids don't, like, as long as your kids don't kill small animals, my in-laws will probably watch them.
2: Yeah, there we go. They don't. I mean, Baylor might, but hey.
0: <laughs> I I make no promises.
2: I make, mean, exactly. No guarantees of a small animal killing.
0: But, all right. Let's talk about really the first game we've talked about that has playoff implications because we know the Tennessee game doesn't. <laughs> We're talking about USC and Notre Dame, and this is in LA at the Coliseum. It'll be um, it'll be sixty four degrees. Just trying to make you jealous here. USC is a five and a half point favorite.
2: Taking and, the point.
0: Uh, What's what's Marler's line 60% of the time, a a five-and-a-half-point favorite loses the game?
1: I don't like that.
0: He said it's something that some random person told him like six years ago, and he has no factual data to back it up.
2: I don't don't like that.
0: But the over-under is 64-and-a-half, which – Based on the way both of these teams have played the last few weeks, I'm taking the over for sure. Right. Um, If we go back to two weeks ago, Notre Dame only beat Navy by three points in a 35-32 win. They beat Clemson 35-14. They beat Syracuse 41-24. So Gee. three out of their last four have, would have hit the over for this game. And we saw last week, USC's defense is willing to give up all of the points. All of them. They gave up 45 points to UCLA. Absurd. Yep. Absurd. It's
1: a little bit. And a lot of points.
0: If, if you put any sort of stock into ESPN matchup predictor, which I personally don't, USC's got a 65.5% chance to win this game. And, I mean, USC's been significantly better on offense. Yeah. Significantly worse on defense. Yeah. Um, But I think motivation's going to come into play in this
2: one. But the playoffs on the line, 100%. I'm taking yeah. USC, like, and also I picked them to be in my Final Four, and I can't hedge now. So, yeah, I, I think, understand. Understand. I, like, I like USC. Like I said, you know, earlier this week, you know, I like Caleb Williams. I like what that team does, and I I would like a, an easy first round for Georgia.
0: Yeah, like like we said earlier in the week, um, you know. It's just time to get back on that Lincoln Lincoln Riley failure cycle. Lose one game, win his conference, make the playoffs, get beat in the first round. ESPN talks about how good their defense is. Lose one game. It's it's a cycle, man. We saw it in Norman. Um, you know a lot. Yep. We saw it many times in Norman. We're about to see it when he's out in in California. But I will say, if I was going to lose a game and then lose in the playoffs every season, I'd much rather do it in California than Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, right? Out in L.A.? 100%. If it's
0: warmer, I I would be willing to bet that the scenery is better, Um, both human and landscape.
2: Yeah, yeah. I would have to agree with that.
0: I just, I don't know, man. If you're going to pay me a shit ton of money to be a failure, I'd rather do it in California.
2: Dude, coaching's got to be the best gig. I'm gonna go suck for a couple years, get a guaranteed mill, couple mill, and then get fired and still have to get paid. Like, let's go.
0: I, you know, if I was going to ever do a job that I guarantee you that I would be wrong more than right, it would be Weatherman. college football coach. College football analyst, weatherman,
2: Desmond Howard picking Texas A&M and well, he's still on track with Michigan,
0: but his other three teams are nowhere close,
2: especially the one he picked to win.
0: Yeah, so let's you know, out of curiosity, I don't remember, I don't remember what he said, but let's just um, you know, if you type in Desmond Howard in Google the second uh the second prediction is playoff prediction. Just because of how hilariously wrong it was.
1: It's so bad.
0: He had Texas A&M playing Pittsburgh and he had Baylor playing Michigan and Texas A&M beating Michigan to win it all. Um Needless to say that was very wrong.
1: Very just, a little bit.
0: just, just you know, just like 75% wrong, right?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh but to close out this USC Notre Dame matchup, I'm picking USC, taking the points. I think I think USC wins by at least 10. Because fun fact here, um USC is, I want to say, top five in the country in interceptions. Oh, no, they are number one in the country with interceptions. They've got 18 on the season.
2: Dude, hold on. Sorry. 2017, he did the same thing. He had – did the same thing. Desmond Howard, he had Wisconsin playing Sanford. Bama playing Miami. You have Bama and Stanford in the national
0: championship game. Well, he got one of those right.
2: Oh. Yeah. So I mean, maybe he'll get one right this time too. But yeah, like, dude, maybe.
0: Dream job, Desmond Howard.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, if uh, I yeah. got paid me twenty five percent right, I would be in a lot of lawsuits with fire protection.
2: I don't want to get what would happen to me.
0: Right. As long yeah, as you run no. fast, we'll get promoted again.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Dude, I wholeheartedly, I, I like USC. They win. And I don't I, I don't think it's I don't think it's close. I, I, I really don't, honestly.
0: Oh, well, I think it's at least a 10 point game.
2: Yeah, I I don't think it's close.
0: Yeah. Alright. So, you know if Desmond Howard's going to be at least 25% right this year, Michigan's got to win this game. Oh. And,
2: uh... I just keep leading you right into I love it.
0: It only took us, like, 31 episodes to try and figure this shit out, you know? (laughs) Ohio State is 7.5-point favorites with the over-under at 56. This game is in Columbus at the shoe. Um, I mean, honestly, from a statistical standpoint, this game's very, very close. By that, I mean Michigan is scoring 39.4 points per game. Ohio State is 46.6. On the inverse of that, Michigan's allowing 11.7 points per game. Ohio State's allowing 16.9. Michigan's mm-hmm. average yards per game, 452. Ohio State, 492. Michigan is allowing 241 yards per game to Ohio State's 283. They both had close games, so they shouldn't have been close. Yep. They've both had some blowouts. I The biggest difference to me in this game is Michigan's backfield because J.J. McCarthy's not great. Nope. Right? And Blake Corum is at best 70% coming into this game. Right? That's,
2: that's what scares me.
0: That is what scares me. And I, if you guys follow our Instagram, we we both predicted Michigan to beat Ohio State multiple times. And I don't want to hedge on that. But if Blake Quorum's not 100%, I, if Blake Quorum's not 85, 90%, I feel like Ohio State's going to win this game. I, I don't can, want him to.
2: I could see it also going the other way, too. If he's playing in Ohio State's horrible defense, he's going to be focusing on him no matter if he's 75, 50 whatever percentage is they're gonna focus on him and their defense is already horrible as it is
0: but so Michigan or Ohio State's defense is technically top 10 in the country if you're talking about total defense
2: yeah they Which, played what the highest thing they played was what like a top 25 defense or offense
0: yeah Ohio right. State's ninth in total Total, uh, total defense. I don't see and, how. And, I mean, the, the best teams they've played this season have scored more points than you would think, right? Um, I mean, we all know what happened last week. Maryland scored 30 points. A few weeks ago, Penn State scored 31 points and led for a good bit of that game. And she then if that- you want to go... Yeah. If you want to go all the way back to the first few weeks of the season, a objectively terrible Notre Dame offense that later lost to Marshall, scored ten points, and only allowed twenty one to Ohio State. And Wisconsin, who I don't know if anyone's paying attention anymore. Um Wisconsin is um six and five. This season, and I'm pretty sure you projected them to make the <laughs> Big Ten championship. So we'll just, we'll just glide right over that. But yeah, we don't talk about we don't talk about that. I mean, my Big Ten West champion is seven and four and fourth in the in the division right now. So
2: huh. but
0: yeah, I. The best teams Ohio State has played this season, which is not saying much because they've only played one ranked team that's still ranked. Yeah. They've done better than you would expect. I just, man, I'm so I'm so up in the air on this one. I don't so I got a little I got a caveat in my pick. If Blake Corum plays and he is at least 75% healthy, I'm taking Michigan outright. If Blake Corum doesn't play at all, I think Ohio State wins and probably covers a 7.5. And And that's not necessarily because they're significantly better than Michigan, but without Blake Corum, Michigan's going to have a lot of three and outs. Yeah. And that's kind of where that comes
2: in. I, um... I'm, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with, with Michigan. I, I just... I don't like Ohio State in this game. It, yeah, it's in the big house. That's cool. I just... I don't see... I don't see it happening. And I found out today, which I did not know, but thank you, Instagram, for telling me. And... Maybe Michael Dark can tell me why it happens because I don't know. Um, <clears throat> apparently, Ohio State duct tapes their helmets to make it look like Michigan's helmets the yeah, week leading up to the game.
0: Man, I don't know. <laughs> you know, we make a lot of jokes about cults and all that sort of shit when it comes to uh, when it comes to. Big m Well, A and M too. I man, but the the way these two teams act about this game, it, <laughs> it's weird as hell to me.
2: Yeah, I don't like. I don't understand like why they take maybe to maybe to like get more hatred. But like, I wouldn't want to wear the
0: other team's fucking like, colors. No, they cover <laughs> up all the M's on campus and then wear their fucking helmets. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> what is
2: this? Anyway, let's see if I can pull it. Up. Let's see if I can find it again. But yeah, I like Michigan. Oh, no, I
0: saw it today. It's mind blowing. Yeah. It's so fucking weird.
2: I like Michigan, and I think they pull it out. I'm I'm not going to hedge. I, I think Michigan pulls it out, and I think they stay in the playoffs.
0: I like it. I hope you're right. I hope. I, look, man, this is the second game that I would love to be wrong about. Yeah, not That means I'm right. Man, I would love to be wrong as hell about a couple of games this, <laughs> that we're talking about this week. But I try to be as intellectually honest as I can be, you know. So. Nope. Um, I, let's just, you know, let's just talk right about right into uh, clean old fashioned hate. You know, we hate the Big Ten. Let's hate fucking Georgia Tech now. And once again, just to make you a little bit jealous, it's supposed to be a nice 59 degrees in Athens this weekend.
2: I don't care. I don't care how hot, how cold it is. As long as we beat the shit out of Tech, I don't care. It could be snowing. It could be 80 degrees there, beautiful. I
0: don't care.
2: As long as we beat Tech.
0: Bro, if it was 80 degrees in Athens this weekend, I would be watching this game on the damn boat.
2: Must be nice. (laughs)
0: Well, it's not because it's been, like, 50 degrees for the last few days.
2: Must be nice.
0: (laughs) Man, it did – bro, last year on my birthday, December 29th, we were on the boat going to Hilton Head for lunch.
2: Jesus.
0: Like, it was, like, 85 degrees. Yeah, I'm pissed. I I hate the cold. <laughs> but this game, Georgia Tech, fighting Georgia Tech's fighting for bowl eligibility this week. Yeah, that in the matter. shocker of the year.
2: That doesn't matter.
0: I you know I don't necessarily think it does either. Um, <laughs> But, you know, the good news for those of us that are not going to be watching this game on CBS is that it's not a CBS game, so we don't have to listen to Gary talk about John Edwards and Davis Willick again. I'm, I'm still – I fucking hate Gary Daniels. Gary Daniels, hey, I'm whatever telling the you. hell his fucking name is.
2: Like I said, they're just keeping them on just like game day keeps course on just for clickbait. I'm telling you. It brings people in. People want to watch and listen to him just like, fuck this dude.
0: I would rather, like, there are certain games where I know it's going to be a blowout where I would almost just rather watch the game on mute. It's so bad. Yeah. It's all.
2: all. I'm telling you, like I said, I might mute this game and just listen to Scott Howard.
0: No one would blame you. (laughs) No, even, even Gary would be like, no, I get it.
2: Yeah. Howard Scott. Yeah. it's a good guy.
0: Yeah. Scott Howard. He's that black guy on college game day, right? (laughs) 25% right on his playoff picks every year. Great guy.
2: Great guy. (sighs) Yeah.
0: All right. So this game. Georgia's 35.5 point favorites. This opened at 34 on Monday. The over-under is 49 points. Georgia's covering that by themselves. I don't know. So This is something, I don't remember if we talked about it the other day. I think Kirby at this point is trying to get out of games with a significant lead and everybody healthy.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's Tech. It's Tech, and he hates Tech. But apparently he's also good friends with Tech's interim coach.
2: Uh, We know how how he is with friends.
0: Yeah. I could could see Georgia win this, I don't know, 35-3.
2: Yeah, I I can see that.
0: I mean, and to be fair, Tech is on their – Third string quarterback.
2: Oh God, here we go. They
0: put it in your team. You're not the baby, baby, baby. man. I. It doesn't matter. It mm. it really doesn't. I I expect the dogs to roll through this one. Uh, I mean, Georgia is averaging damn near 500 yards a game and allowing less than or allowing 272. Average yards per game on the ground allowed for the University of Georgia this season is 83. And this is not a triple option Georgia Tech team anymore. But still not a good Georgia Tech team.
2: Is Georgia Tech, do they ever have a good team?
0: Uh, Every few years back when they had Paul Johnson, they'd win 10 games.
2: Yeah, that was – Back, yeah.
0: I just—we've talked about it multiple times on this show. If if Georgia came out and said, "Yeah, we're not going to schedule Georgia Tech anymore," I don't think there are very many Georgia fans that would be upset.
2: I would maybe for like the first two years, just because you know the whole like yeah, little brother kind of you know beat down. You got to have it. But like they're not our biggest rival but they are. Like if that makes sense.
0: I'll be honest. I It's been years since I've considered Tech a rival.
2: It's just because I don't know. I consider them a rival just because they're 30 minutes from Athens. I don't know.
0: 30 minutes from Athens? Georgia State.
2: Yeah, well, they're they're not as good sometimes.
0: Georgia Southern's two hours from Athens. Are they a rival?
2: Okay, I get it. I don't. Know. I just I like just, beating up.
0: On, I just like beating up on Tech. Okay. I man, I, I would much rather see Georgia. I like. Mean, I I'd, I'd rather see Georgia play North Carolina or Virginia Tech or even Louisville. Like, there are many other ACC teams that I would rather see a game against because, A, it would help strengthen the schedule. B, it would be more entertaining. And honestly, at this point, Georgia Tech... Georgia keeps Georgia Tech relevant. Yeah. Because without grades and their occasional good you know, baseball or basketball team, Georgia Tech probably would not even be in the ACC anymore.
2: Uh, It's definitely their GPA, just like with Vanderbilt in the SEC.
0: Oh, I mean, at least Vandy's good at baseball.
2: They are. They are.
0: Georgia Tech is occasionally good at a sport.
2: Sometimes. Occasionally, sometimes good.
0: Uh, at this point, Georgia Tech is much more of a conference U- USA school than an ACC school. And that's am saying
1: a lot. Unfortunately.
0: But I'm not going to take Georgia to cover the 35-and-a-half just because Kirby's friends with their new coach. Yeah. Going to try and get out of this game healthy.
2: I- yeah. I don't think they're going to open up the playbook either. Like, I think they're going to – just like they did last week. Like, they're going to have certain plays that they've run because they don't want to open it up too much before, you know, the SC championship game.
0: Yeah. No, I don't – I see this being a comfortable win where the defense is able to shine and the offense makes enough plays to pretty much not play the second half of the game.
2: Yeah. Over, under, Carson Beck snaps at, we'll go 10.
0: Snaps or passes attempted? Snaps. Um, uh, over 10.
2: Over 10? You think so?
0: Oh, I would put passes attempted at like eight.
2: All right. Over, under, halftime, he comes in. So over being the second half, under being first first half.
0: If you gave me five minutes into the second half, that would be my number. Okay. So, I'm saying ten minutes left in the third quarter, Carson Beck comes into the game.
2: Do we see Brock? That's the question.
0: I would love to see Brock because, you know, like we talked about with Alex last week, there's some rumors going around in Lexington that Brock could be Kentucky's next quarterback. Yeah. So, I think if you're gonna keep that guy happy, you get him into this game close to the start of the fourth quarter and let him run the actual offense. Yeah. I, you know, just just my thoughts on that. I doubt they do it, but you know, like to see it.
2: We yeah. haven't seen the threes at all this season.
0: Um, in some games, in the game,
2: did we see threes?
0: Yeah, bro. Cash Jones scored a touchdown.
2: Dude, I want a Cash Jones jersey.
0: Cash Jones, the walk-on fourth-string white running back, had a touchdown against Vanderbilt.
2: That might be my, you know, my that might be my jersey I get next season.
0: Make sure he's on the team come September and then get the jersey. Make sure he doesn't transfer out before you uh, go spending that kind of money.
2: That'd be my luck. I do need a new jersey for next season. You know what? No. I'm, know, if, if they win it all, I'm keeping the Ki-Ares, I'm keeping Kier's jersey because that seems to be good luck.
0: Hey, I, I think I've said it on, on these airwaves before. I got my black Jordan Davis jersey. Like it might have it may have been the week before the national championship game. And I was wearing the jersey that I'd worn all season until halftime of the national championship game when Georgia was down. And I was like, I'm not a little stitious, I'm stu- I'm superstitious. Let me go ahead and change this out here put my Jordan Davis jersey on. We all know what happened in the second half of the National Championship game. I've worn it for every game this season. Yeah. I I'm not I'm not going to stop wearing it until it proves me wrong.
2: Yeah, I, I, wore my, does. I wore my I wore my Kiers Jackson jersey all last season and wore it all this season. Well, here we are.
0: You know, it it has nothing to do with recruiting or how the team plays. It's all about the shirts we wear.
2: Exactly. We had what game? It was the was it the Kent State jersey game? Yeah, it was the Kent State game. I didn't wear it, and well, we saw what happened.
0: You know, I also was not wearing my my visor for that game.
2: See, it is about uh, what we wear, not the team.
0: <laughs> Kirby, I expect my cut of your bonus check. Um, once again, just. Hit me up. I'll send you my cash app. It, it will be a little bit more professional. I got PayPal and Zelle. Um, <laughs> and by that, I mean, my wife has all of these because y'all know I'm technologically illiterate and have no idea Same. how I work them.
1: Same.
0: All right. So you never told me, are you taking Georgia to cover 35 and a half? Uh,
2: uh, no. Not, not after finding out that he's friends with the interim.
0: Yeah, that, that Wait, was kind of my.
2: But how close are friends?
0: What? He said that he respects the hell out of them. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that that was kind of my. Okay, so this is going to be like a 38-3 kind of...
2: Well, I mean, the same thing was said about Beamer. Then Beamer decided to do what he did. And, well...
0: Yeah, and I could I could see Kirby maybe getting a little upset because I'm sure this I'm sure Georgia Tech's coach is gonna try and do something special, empty the bag, try to try to prove that he should be the full time head coach. Yeah. But I don't
2: know. Dude, I, I'm kinda I, glad I'm kinda glad we're playing at noon. Just so I can watch Bama in Auburn at three thirty.
0: Yeah, but Michigan Ohio State's also at noon.
2: I know, split stream.
0: I'll have to, uh, I'll have to try and talk Kelsey into staying at my buddy's house till these games are over instead of uh, instead of leaving early.
2: Yeah, are you not like, going to the game?
0: No, no, oh, we no. We, uh, we got we got some personal stuff going up going on on Friday in North Carolina, so we're not going to be able wow. to make it.
2: And if they lose, it's, y'all saw it. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Well, we didn't go to the Vanderbilt game either, and I would take Bandy over Tech right now.
2: <laughs> Our nerds are better than ACC's nerds. I mean, bro-, bro that that should be a that should be the rivalry.
0: Mmm, that's a great point.
2: I'm calling. That's a
0: great point.
2: Collins, thank you. Right now.
0: All right. You know what? He's on my speed dial. I'll, I'll call him.
2: Wait, but then who would we who would we replace Tech with?
1: We already played Tennessee.
0: BYU. BYU always says they'll play anybody anytime anywhere.
2: That BYU. was Zach Wilson. That was Zach Wilson. No, and that's what
0: BYU's thing.
2: That's because he was just looking for different cougars and different area codes.
0: Hey, more power <laughs> to him. He's better with Cougars than he is at quarterback.
2: He is. He is. I love Zach Wilson though.
0: Well, he may be looking for a job, and he's up in New York. So
2: I know. I've 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 always been a Zach Wilson fan.
0: Instead of being drill sergeant, you should be a recruiter and go recruit Zach Wilson.
2: Or or I can just go be a drill sergeant and go to South Carolina games.
0: It's not as good as going to Georgia games.
2: Yeah, but that is – dude, I want to experience sandstorm. Why don't you? And then I'll leave. Well-
0: well, you know what? We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll definitely go to a South Carolina game next year.
2: If I have time. <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll, go, um, we'll go smoke cigars with Chris Phillips.
2: Let's do it. I'm down.
0: All right, guys. Going to close it out here tonight. Always, as we talk about every single week, follow our Twitter at FinderPod. The Instagram is at nothing.finder.pod facebook group just search nothing finder podcast on facebook and request to join the group there um our youtube channel is nothing finder podcast just search that find our logo subscribe to the channel there um and we are going to do a special special little caveat for thanksgiving with the asw giveaway i'll put up the details for that later um You got anything else?
1: Yeah, you
2: forgot the ad read.
0: Oh God. I man, I'm I'm a piece of shit. I know.
2: They're gonna take away their sponsorship.
0: Alright, guys. Y'all <laughs> y'all know it. Y'all know I'm a big ASW fan. That's pretty much all I've drank on this show for a hot minute now. But what would you do? if your favorite Georgia distillery just so happened to be founded by multiple Georgia grads, you tell everybody, you know, that's what I'm doing. Once, once I found out, been talking about them pretty much since then. Yeah. And like I said, I've I've made friends with a team over behind AS Atlanta's ASW distillery, Georgia made whiskey and all sorts of spirits up there. And I am, once again very proud to report that for the last four years they are the most awarded craft distillery in America the most and and I mean you know just a little caveat here that is significant because there are so many craft distilleries popping up all over the country literally every every state in America has at least one whiskey distillery And ASW has been the most awarded out of every single one of them over the last four years. In the San Francisco World Spirits competition, multiple gold medals for their Fiddler Bourbon line, which is what you're going to win if you win our giveaway. Um, And like, like we said earlier, man, it's super exciting. They've got not one, two, three, four, but five. Yes, I felt like LeBron talking about winning championships in Miami there. No. Five dogs helping make this delicious bourbon behind the scenes there. Join them at the battery in Atlanta to watch a Georgia game this season. They do stuff for the SEC Championship. You can go over there, have you little have your little brunch old-fashioned on Saturday before this Georgia, Georgia Tech clean old-fashioned hate game. And Pick up the Fiddler bourbon for any tailgate event. You know what? Your in-laws coming over on Thursday, go get some of that Fiddler. And uh, I promise after about two or three of those in your coffee, you won't give a damn what your father-in-law is talking about. Uh ASW Distillery, delicious bourbon, as always, distilled by dogs. And I'm a little ashamed I forgot to talk about them because they have quickly become my favorite distillery my favorite whiskey brand and you guys know i got like 90 something bottles of whiskey pretty much all i've drank over the last couple of months is uh is asw in one form or fashion so i don't know you can respect my opinion or not but if you're looking for something cost effective that tastes great good in mixers good by itself asw's a thing do and you got somebody in your life that doesn't like whiskey cool they got gin they make gin our friend david booth makes gin at the battery location they make vodka at the battery location if you go up to the battery you can literally look through a glass garage door at their still that they make the vodka and gin in which super super cool to me um we got a picture on our facebook group and all that kind of stuff. He took us behind the scenes to look at the uh at the still. It you know, as legit as it can get. It's made by Vendome Copper Distill or uh, copper still makers out of Kentucky that too makes all the stills for your buffalo trace, your wild turkey, your makers mark. Vendome is the still maker in America. I can't say enough good things about the people over there, the product over there. I, I know I'm rambling on here, but I, I love their stuff.
2: Hey, I mean, what what goes better than Georgia football and some ASW bourbon? Hey, Georgia
0: Nothing. football, Georgia whiskey. I, you can find a better Georgia, combination.
2: Georgia I, peaches, Georgia pecans,
0: everything, everything in Georgia is better. Oh. Speaking of pecans, last year, I made a pecan pie with a little bit of bourbon.
2: (laughs) See, there you go.
0: Made a caramel pecan pie with a little bit of bourbon in it. We we got to come
2: up, we got to come up, Bulldogs, bourbon. we need another B. That we're allowed to say. Bulldogs, well, what kind of blowouts? Yes. <laughs> Bulldogs, bourbon, blowouts. I like it. Boom, boom.
0: All right, guys. I don't know if you can tell. I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit lit. So we will, <laughs> we will close this out here. And always remember, there is nothing finer in the land
2: than a drunk, obnoxious Georgia fan.
0: hell with georgia tech
2: wreck tech baby biggest third down bryce young's career you need 10 play clock at four from the pocket
1: launching downfield underthrown and intercepted kaylee rango has an escort down the sidelines all the way to the end zone and georgia is going to conquer the crimson tide